I'm walking down the path in my garden and I have a suggestion for you on how you could help with global warming. With a large lawn, I found a simple way of making a big difference. I sold my ride-on mower and bought a top-of-the-range Cress robotic lawnmower. It runs off rechargeable batteries and uses cutting-edge technology to mow and maintain a lawn this size. The petrol mower has gone, and with it, the emissions. I actually don't know why I didn't sell the ride-on sooner. With the Cress robotic lawnmower, the lawn is actually looking better. The tiny grass cuttings fall into the grass roots, helping to fertilize the grass. And the family doesn't have to put up with the noise and fumes from the ride-on. And I've freed up more of my time to spend with them and in the garden. It's an easy step. And you could also be making that change today. Ask for Cress in your local garden machinery dealer. Or visit cress.com. Hello and welcome to the Royal Horticultural Society's Gardening Podcast. I'm Guy Barter, I rejoice in the title of Chief Horticulturist and I provide horticultural information within the RHS and beyond. And I for one am delighted it's now officially spring. If you're a regular listener, you'll know that our podcast is a one-stop shop for all things horticultural, from propagating pansies to growing perfect potatoes, pests and diseases, to plants to pollinators and much more. Later today we'll be giving you some ideas of what you and your family can see and do in our four gardens during the Easter holidays, including the ever-popular Lint Gold Bunny Trails. Plus we've got exciting news of how you can win plants in one of this year's gardens at the world-famous RHS Chelsea Flower Show for your neighbourhood. Stay tuned for details. April is a stunning time here at Wisley. We're reaching peak tulip and most important of all in our orchards the pears are in full blossom and the apples are just about to come into blossom and we've got an amazing collection of plums and cherries that will also be in flower and buzzing with bees during this lovely spring weather. This spring it's even more exciting than usual as the whole garden undergoes an enormous multi-million pound rejuvenation and investment programme which will see stunning new planting areas, new facilities and new buildings for the library. We join the garden curator to find out how these developments are progressing. So my name is Matthew Pottage and I'm the curator here at RHS Garden Wisley. There's never a quiet time at Wisley and there's always something to see at Wisley and those two things apply now as they always do. We're in April, we're in full colour across the garden. We've been blessed with some really good spring weather actually. The magnolia displays have been super, there's still some colour on some of the magnolias, camellias and rhododendrons still going strong. We'll have the rhododendrons with us right until May. We're starting to see some colour on some peonies, and spring bulbs like the Shinodoxa are still showing colour. If you don't know a Shinodoxa, if you've never seen it, small bulb, blue or pink flower, sometimes white, but commonly a blue or a pink cultivar. A really good display actually to see is on our rose garden where they're planted in the lawn. You can plant them in grass. Uh, there's one called Pink Giant, which has got a lovely big flower. And one thing I like about them is they don't have lots of leaves afterwards. You know, I have a bit of a love-hate relationship with daffodils because I really struggle sometimes when you get you get a blousy yellow flower. That's okay, that's one thing going on. It's, it's very cheerful, of course. And then you get these masses of big fleshy leaves that tip over sideways and seem to take forever to disappear. So one thing I love about the Shinodoxa is the small, fine, grassy-like leaves, they just kind of disappear. So once the flowers are done, you don't really notice anything going to sleep. 
But anyway, back to Wisley in the spring. So we've got all the colour, there's plenty to see, but we are now in the first phase of delivering one of our key investment projects, and that's our front of house build. When you come to the garden, you'll see an area is hoarded off now, and that area is where the new front of house building will go. The library is, is in the process of moving. It'll either be moved or would have just literally been the process when you visit us and that will be opening in early April in a building called Gardener's House and that's when you come in at the entrance it's the house on your left hand side the public have never been able to go into that house before so go and have a look go and visit the library it's its temporary home until our new building on the hilltop site is complete but that's quite a few years down the line so we will be enjoying the library in Gardener's House so do go and have a look but the back to the, the new entrance area, so the hoarding is now there. There's lots of interpretation and pictures and images on that hoarding. So if anybody wants to know more, you know, do just take a slow walk around that and have a look. Thank you for bearing with us if you've already been and seen our pathworks. There's still some pathworks going on until mid to late May. It's not on all the paths, but it's on the areas known as seven acres. And that's because when you come into our new welcome landscape those old paths that were there the rubbly hardcore they were loose they were uneven they puddled they weren't pleasant to walk on and you know years ago when they were put down they were fit for purpose and that was maybe not the most visited area of the garden but they did need bringing up to date uh, they weren't great for wheelchair users they're just far too bumpy and too rustic so they're having lovely metal edging put in. They're having a nice tar spray and chip, which is basically tarmac with a golden grit rolled into the top. So it looks like a garden path, but it is very serviceable. Already where they've been done, they look a million dollars. But if you visited in the winter and thought, oh, they've put black tar down through seven acres, when the weather warms up a bit in May, then the golden grit's rolled into the top. So they will look super smart. Uh, but the rest of the garden is all open as normal. It really is only a small bit of area that's hoarded off. So everything is still performing, as you would remember. Still lots to see. Wisley Garden Curator Matthew Pottage. If you're curious to see the exciting developments at Wisley for yourself and enjoy the stunning spring flowers, why not come and visit this Easter, when you can also find lots of extra special activities for families of all ages to enjoy. Hello, my name's Alexis Pym. I'm the Education and Learning Manager here at RHS Garden Wisley. And on this glorious sunny day, we were going to chat a bit about some of the upcoming events for families across the four gardens. One of the most exciting partnerships we've, we've just set up is working with In the Night Garden and fantastically it's a 10 year anniversary for those characters and that uh, TV show for children and it's the fourth biggest TV show in the country and what they're really keen to do is encourage children into the garden and enjoy spending time in the garden so they're working with us to create a magical adventure so we have a lovely garden trail for one to four year olds that will be in all four RHS gardens um, from the 1st of May right through to the 30th of June so that chance for your younger family members to explore the garden and and join Iggle Piggle who's the main character to identify different bits of the garden and explore around and it's in two forms so there's a paper printed trail that children can take with them but there's also a downloadable uh, augmented reality trail app that can go onto a smartphone and that means that wherever you are and wherever you are in the garden and whatever the weather is happening you can have a nice explore and learn about the characters and learn about the garden.
The really nice thing is for the first time ever, RHS Garden Wisley is having a family gardening show. And this is a real chance for children of all ages to learn about gardening through fun, interactive activities. So you get the chance to create your own antenna or identify different slugs or see wormeries or do some upsy-daisy yoga and work with In the Night Garden again. So we've got all sorts of different activities and all the gardens are about activities for beginner gardeners. But in particular, we've got our first ever family gardening show. As well as all the special events, the big thing for us is to encourage children to explore the garden at their own pace. So throughout the year, we have different free trails. So for example, we have a, a tree spotter and a bird spotter and a bugs and beasts. And the idea is that children of any age can go and look for things in the garden and see what they can find. So we provide those free trails um, throughout the year at different times. It's very seasonally led. So it's very much celebrating what's in the garden at that time. Uh, and that's at the same time. And this year for us in particular, all four gardens are also celebrating um, Wild About Gardens Week and we're actually celebrating that early so from April and that's a real celebration of the wild bee and um, so what we actually have for that is we have a lovely trail and information on how to bring bees into your garden so that's across all four gardens right through until October. And here is a selection of non-Easter themed events on offer in coming weeks. Celebrate the best of springtime with inspiring gardens, demonstrations and talks at our first outdoor major show of the year the RHS Flower Show Cardiff from 7th to the 9th of April. It's National Gardening Week from the 10th to the 16th of April and there are hundreds of events nationwide aimed at helping new gardeners to grow, including a houseplant hospital at all our RHS gardens on the 13th of April. So bring along your poorly houseplants and our experts will advise you on what you can do and how to care for them. Now, time to leave Wisley and explore a more urban garden in Angeltown in Brixton, South London. As you may remember, these residents of Angeltown were given the opportunity to rehome the garden that Anne-Marie Powell designed for the Chelsea Flower Show last year. We visited them to find out how the garden was faring and how the residents were enjoying their new plot and new gardening skills. Well, here we are um, in Angel Town. We are standing in the garden today where a gang of people is replanting and weeding and getting it ready for a burst of colour in the spring. This year, we're having a, a big push on the Greening Grey Britain initiative. We're encouraging people to take any unplanted, dull plants area or one that's not quite up to snuff um, and get it planted up and looking good for the benefit of the environment, pollinators and to make people feel better and improve the environment. That's what we've done in the last year here at Angel Town, where the RHS Health and Wellbeing Garden um, made a trip from Chelsea to here, where it's replanted by the community. But for 2017, we've got a new initiative. And what we're going to do is we're going to have a Green and Grey Britain garden at the Chelsea Flower Show. And there, uh, Professor Nigel Dunnett from Sheffield University is going to use his particular and unique skills in selecting really robust plants that spread, mingle together and form an ecologically beneficial community that's also extremely beautiful. I'm just loosening up the soil a bit and making it look a bit fresher. And I've been told that I mustn't dig too deep because that's what brings new weeds up. Weeds. And then the weeds, uh, they kill all the good plants. Do they do? Uh, um, my name is William. I'm 10 years old. And I did come last year. And afterwards, we're going to the food plant, the food place. Yeah, we're going to grow some um, um, uh, vegetables and fruits. Yeah. 
after Chelsea Flower Show, um, all Professor Dunnett's plants are going to be put on a wagon and taken out into the country, wherever this uh, lucky winner is. And uh, in the meantime, during Chelsea, uh, we'll have arranged for a landscape contractor to come along and prepare the ground. And so as soon as the lorry arrives, uh, the lucky winners and their community can gather together and plant up the garden. Professor Dunnett will give guidance on how to mingle the plants and put them in so that for the best effect. And after the first year of watering, there will be a garden that should last for many, many years. We've got a similar one at RHS Garden, Wisley, that's been down for at least seven years and needs only minimal maintenance. There was kale here. Oh, it's being cut down. Wow, look at that. We had mint, rosemary, thyme. We had three types of thyme. Um, we had purple potatoes and normal potatoes. We have coriander we had every, we had whatever anyone could come up with we had it hi i'm joshua hamaya i've been working with simon for at least two years now um the work that we do gardening there's always a good outcome and a positive outcome this right here this is corn this is regrowing this is regrowing because this is exactly where the corn was hi my name is rosalind tenricus and I'm an Angel Town resident. I've been involved in gardening for as long as I can remember one way or another. And then we got this wonderful opportunity through the RHS and the Chelsea Flower Show of having a garden where I live on Angel Town. I thought, yay. So I was so excited about that. This year, in the vegetable garden, we are going to cram this with more vegetables, cram it with more people and have far more produce to share around and enjoy exactly. and teach and learn new skills from each other. Yeah. Um, that's in this vegetable garden where we are here. And then across the way in the Chelsea Flower Garden, yeah, we can now say we've got Chelsea Flower yeah, Garden. <laughs> we've just um, planted a lot more plants, put some more colouring, mm -hmm. refreshed it a bit, took the weeds up met new people yet again and had new inquiries. Exactly. So it's just really good work, you know, getting down on your hands and knees, low yeah, down I and know. dirty. <laughs> <laughs> you just become it's inspired, like, oh my God, we've got all this space. You know, we can do so much with this space, you know? It's like, you know, especially for the whole community, it's just, right. it's, it's a way, it makes you feel this is home. You know, as before, it gives people ownership as well, exactly. so they look after it more. It's just, it's just good therapy. Yeah, it's, it's, good, it's good therapy. It's, it's fun. It's really fun. Yeah. I really enjoy it. You know, because now me and Rosa, we were neighbours for a while, isn't it? Yes, and we yeah. never spoke to each other, and then we met up on this. And yeah, take uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're no, a really so good team. So yeah. that in itself is expressing how great it is and yeah. how useful it is in making new relationships and inspiring each other and working together. My name is Rui and um, I'm a master degree student in Royal College of Arts. And uh, my final project it's, uh, and my dissertation was about the public space as a catalyst for change. And um, uh, Helen Hamlin Center, they put me in contact with Simon a couple of months ago. And uh, once I met him, I mean, it's, it's hard to to resist his, uh, you know, his, his driving force is just a force of nature and he's, he's very inspiring and what he does with the kids is also, I think it's unbelievable because usually what these kids need is um, empowerment and um, a, a vote of confidence that you can do it, you know, if you fail I'll be here, I'll help you improve and usually when you want to do your own projects, usually you kind of 
try to outsource the best, isn't it? But sometimes the best is in front of you. You just need to nurture a little bit, isn't it? Put some water and give some love and that's it. And uh, if you talk if you talk to, to Nika, I was talking to her and she was telling me, well, I had like migraines and uh, migraines and I was like a little bit anxious. As soon as I start doing the gardening, everything got away and I felt my health improving a lot. You can find more information about the garden and a video of the relocation at rhs.org.uk slash angeltown. If listening to that report on Angeltown has inspired you, or perhaps filled you with envy, you'll be delighted to hear that we've teamed up with the BBC's The One Show to give you the chance to win plants from a garden at this year's RHS Chelsea Flower Show for your community. The competition was launched on Monday, and we met up with a television team and the internationally renowned garden designer Nigel Dunnett to find out more. This is Nigel Dunnett and I'm the designer of the RHS Green and Grey Britain Garden for Chelsea 2017 and we're here today at Little Angel Park in Lambeth because we're actually filming the launch of the national competition for where the garden will go after the show. The RHS garden is a very urban one and we've set it, actually we're surrounded here by apartment blocks with balconies and little front yards and that's very much the sort of context for the garden. And we're trying to show really what you can do in very small spaces, even if you haven't got a garden. So with, with, with balconies and growing food at the at ground level and higher up. But also how you can do the sort of very functional things like weedy bins and storing bikes and um, have seating areas in small spaces so they look good as well as allowing you to live your life in the way you have to. Uh, but the biggest part of the garden is actually um, social space, communal space. And with that, we're really trying to show just how important gardens and green are for people. Um, and that's really tied in to the competition we're running, which is where um, we would like the garden to go to somewhere which will be equally useful for social space or communal space, which could be a school or a hospital or a housing estate or a local park. And so we hope we get many, many people who represent organisations involved with places like that entering so that we can find the most exciting and fantastic place for it to go. No, but it's good. I, I mean, I've always wanted to know how to, to prune yeah, roses. All the way down. Yeah, there's a healthy one. Ow! No, ouch! Ouch. <laughs> now I've learned how to do it. You go down, look, I can go down that far to that healthy bud there and just snip and that will grow a new stem and a rose head. This year's garden will be very beautiful, of course, um, very colourful. The planting uh, is very natural but very colourful and it will look uh, fantastic for people but it's great for wildlife as well, so lots of flowers for pollinators, seeds for birds and so on. Um, Really importantly, it's easy to look after and it's realistic, so it's very typical of the sort of planting I do. A lot of Chelsea gardens are very artificial. This is, this is really realistic. And so I'll be producing a plan and some guidance and working with the local people who actually get, get it. But um, the whole idea is that it's then taken on by the local organisation. The materials we're using are simple, everyday materials, so we're using recycled concrete paving slabs used as a sort of designer crazy paving. 
Uh, we're using decking which you could get from your local garden centre, we're using concrete and various other things that um, are cheap and simple. Um, and then around the edge of the garden we are working with uh, a real street artist, Joe Peel, and uh, some really exciting street art. Um, again, to really put it in its very urban context. And then also as part of the boundary we have a new type of green or living wall which is lightweight and low cost and full of wildflowers. In a way, it's really appropriate for our garden, which is very much looking to the future and how we might use our gardens and green spaces in very productive ways, very beautiful ways, which benefit the wildlife, environment and people. So they go Better back. doing the watering, Josh, over there. Um, yeah, no problem. Thank you. So I can finish off as well, because they're still putting more soil down. Yeah, if you could, give them a good soak in. It might, there's rain tonight, but uh, I think yeah, it's, it's pretty dry there, isn't it? I'm Christine Walden, a gardener and a proud gardener. We're in Angeltown on an estate and what we've been doing today is looking at a garden that was brought here last year from Chelsea and is being gardened by community members, old and young. Well, today's been quite exciting because we've had little toddlers gardening and we've had some older people gardening. And this morning I came and these beds weren't planted, but as the day's gone on, it's beautiful. I mean, we've got additions of polyanthus, we've got hyacinths being put in, we've seen a lot of things. But what's been nice is different people have been doing it and the vast majority of them have had a smile on their face. There's only been a couple that have been a bit sort of sour-faced and it's because it's flipping cold. And isn't it great when they come out and they do it on this freezing cold windy day the one show uh, was in cooperation with the Royal Horticultural Society and the one show like many other organisations is very keen to encourage young people and older people to engage not only in gardening but in growing community spirit and one of the useful tools that exists is growing and growing plants because it brings people together and they share experiences, their confidence builds being outside, they enjoy each other and you grow plants and you grow people and it's all the same thing. This competition at Green and Grey Britain Chelsea Garden from the Royal Horticultural Society will be launched live on air by the One Show on the 3rd of April and the competition will close on Sunday the 16th of April so people have about two weeks to get their um, submission in and then we'll judge it and uh, we'll be able to give people an answer by the end of the month and uh, the lucky winner will then be invited to Chelsea Flower Show uh, to see their garden at the Flower Show um, being put together and um, being inspected by the world's press and then they'll um, find it in their backyard uh, the following week. So what we're hoping for is uh, lots of uh, groups who have land that is accessible to the public, um, that they have management rights over. That means that, some, that someone can't come along and build in it in six months. Um, they, can look out, they can look after it for some years. It mustn't be waterlogged for long periods. It must be reasonably well-drained, sheltered, not um, no big large trees casting shade. But other than that, the field is wide open, whether it's a school group or the grounds of a hospital or a doctor's surgery, a health practice, an allotment society perhaps that has some land. Um, you can enter at the RHS website and um, the very best of luck. The BBC One Show competition to win plants from Nigel Dunnett's RHS Green and Grey Britain Garden at this year's Chelsea Flower Show. You can find details of how to enter at rhs.org.uk forward slash ggb competition. Well, that's all we have time for in this edition. We'll be back in a fortnight. 
For now, from me, Guy Barter, and all the podcast team, goodbye. I'm walking down the path in my garden and I have a suggestion for you on how you could help with global warming. With a large lawn, I found a simple way of making a big difference. I sold my ride-on mower and bought a top-of-the-range Cress robotic lawnmower. It runs off rechargeable batteries and uses cutting-edge technology to mow and maintain a lawn this size. The petrol mower has gone and with it, the emissions. I actually don't know why I didn't sell the ride-on sooner. With the Cress Robotic Lawn Mower, the lawn is actually looking better. The tiny grass cuttings fall into the grass roots, helping to fertilise the grass. And the family doesn't have to put up with the noise and fumes from the ride-on. And I've freed up more of my time to spend with them and in the garden. It's an easy step. And you could also be making that change today. Ask for Cress in your local garden machinery dealer. Or visit cress.com. Discover the beauty of an RHS membership all year round. Save 25% off an RHS membership today when paying by direct debit. Prices start at just £55.50. With a membership, you'll gain access to an array of special events at our gardens all year round. Be the first to know about RHS flower shows and get exclusive member-only days plus reduced rate tickets. And you'll have the chance to enhance your gardening know-how with access to free expert garden advice, monthly editions of The Garden magazine, and so much more. Terms and conditions apply.